Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sea Change Podcast. I am your host, Jenna Valente, and this is your go-to show to meet the most interesting and inspiring people living, working, and recreating along the American shorelines. So today is the winter solstice here in the Northern Hemisphere, and you all know that on this show, We are big fans of seasons, (laughs) particularly the transitional period between them. So we've started a little bit of a tradition in collaboration with my dear friends at the Portland Poets Society, where we celebrate the solstices and equinoxes with a sea of poetry. So that is exactly what we're doing here today. And this is the third time that we've done this. Um, So even though it's a fairly new collaboration for us, these have quickly become some of my favorite episodes. And the way that we do this is by putting out an open call to the Portland Poets Society community and beyond on Instagram for anyone that wants to be featured on this show to share their seasonally inspired work with us. And we leave the parameters intentionally open because we don't see it as our job to tell you how the seasons make you feel. Rather, we are here to be curious, creative, and supportive of each other. So if you're not already connected with the Portland Poets Society, go ahead and give them a follow on Instagram. Their handle is Portland Poets Society. And I also encourage you to listen to our Autumn Equinox celebration episode because the Portland Poets Society founders, Isabel Carter and Maria Crawford, joined me for that one. And you can get to know them better there. It's a really fun episode, and Maria and Isabel have become great friends of mine. They inspire me each and every day, and they're just such a bright light in my life and make me laugh and feel empowered all the time. So these episodes were born out of um, a fascination that I have. And that fascination is with the connections that we as humans, well, I guess all living things really, that connection that we have to the ebb and flow of seasons. It's great fun and it's a great privilege to have this podcast and also be connected to a beautiful, brilliant community of creative people who are willing to share their work on this platform while exploring those themes and experiences of living in the world with varying amounts of daylight, warmth, color, energy, and on and on with the different distinct sensory experiences that come with spring, summer, fall, and winter all of those things layered on top of the complexities of being a living, breathing, thinking, feeling human being in the world. And that combination often creates prime conditions for creative expression rooted in nature. So when we think about winter, you know, even though the darkness of the season gets to me sometimes I think that winter gets a bad rap compared to the other seasons 
And I've come to really love winter. I, I find a lot of peace and clarity and focus in this season. For me, it's a welcome moment to slow down and recharge and reflect on the year past and the year to come. And it's just a great opportunity to regroup and organize. I find that having a few months to slow down also gives me an opportunity to process all of the faster months. So winter tends to be a very creatively charged time for me. However, I think that's enough about me for now. Let's meet the poets that graciously offered their work to be featured here today. Hello, my name is Ainsley McIlivray, also known as the Portland Cryptid. Um, that's my Instagram handle if you want to find me on there. Um, so I live in Portland, Maine, and I love writing silly little words. Um, a lot of my work, I would say, is inspired by Irish and Scottish folklore and traditions, um, nature, really just any sort of uh, like ghost stories or anything of that sort I love writing about. Um, so this first one, since it is uh, the winter solstice, we celebrate midwinter around this time. And this first piece is inspired by that. So this is titled The Longest Night. When the sun stands still, the battle between oak and holly clashes into existence. Let us light candles against the longest night. Encourage the sun to come back, a smiling face contrasting the dread of the cold. Oak always wins this battle. Strong branches of the growing tree splinter the wreaths of holly. We are always able to reach an outstretched hand to warmth and pull him back to us. Okay, this second piece is called Don't Get Lost in the Woods. You who stumble upon the wood, the wildflowers whisper you closer. They sway to the distant melody of a lyre and a flute. Beware of schemes and tricks. Mr. Fox tips his hat a golden item jingles in his coat pocket. Do not engage his politeness, lest you be trapped in his garden. The trees are closer now. Whatever you do, do not follow the lights. Playful, glowing things. They will lead you deeper and deeper into the thicket, and you will never find your way or gather your bearings again. My name is Rob Donano. And this poem came about while I was walking through the snowy wilderness of northern Maine, which is a region that I've always been deeply rooted to and have always shared a very intimate and reflective, poetic relationship with. The poem itself doesn't have a title, but the last line is a direct reference to a poem by one of my favorite poets, um, Faro Faraksad who's an Iranian poet. Um, and uh, the name of that poem is Let Us Believe in the Beginning of the Cold Season. So I think in a way, this was partly also inspired by 
the essence of that poem. Ancient frequencies hitch a ride with the winds of mountain quietude, brushing the tresses of pine and juniper. The breath of the earth, once hot and moist, shallows to a silent, cool stillness. The fragrant, luscious rot and gentle white hiss ensue in time. Vibrant hues of perpetual evolution take a baby step back into the winter's restful embrace. Now listen, clear and attentive. Now keep the shuffle of the understory in center frame. Now, as advised, let us believe in the beginning of the cold season. My name is Anne Marie, and I wrote this poem because winter can be a very festive time, a time of gathering and coming together, but for a lot of us, it is a time that is filled with sadness and grief, whether it's grieving for a loved one lost, for a friendship that's ended, um, anticipatory grief as well, um, grieving, you know, health. It, It can honestly be anything and it can be isolating and lonely and difficult and It is a heavy time of year for those of us who feel these deeper emotions. So this is grief. It's like a loud hum, unexpected at first, then deafening. Hands clamped over ears, wishing it away. But it lingers. It eases into your every day without notice. And then it's just there humming constantly, heavily, as life distracts you, until it doesn't. Hey everybody, my name is Gunner, uh, a punk rock poet is where you can find me on Instagram, or you can find me at Gunner Heckler. I am going to be reading a poem called This Cold Season. Uh, I wrote it about how I feel about winter this year. This cold season, the sun dims and ambition smolders. This is a time for depth. Grind and grow, this a mantra of the determined. In this land of ice and snow, we will not be where we have been when this ends. This cold season, we are not what we once thought. There is so much space here. Grind and grow, this, a forge for goals. The cold has hardened vision for us. Reap what we will sow. In this cold season, we will bring our own heat. We will grind, we will grow, and soon it will not be cold season. Hi everyone, it's Jenna again, popping back in to close out the show with three winter-inspired poems of my own. The first two don't have titles, and the last one does. And this first one is my attempt at exploring this sort of melancholy feeling or obscure sorrow that I think um, is very much present for me throughout winter. And that's the feeling of loneliness, even when you're surrounded by people. So here it goes. 
It's six degrees outside, but sweltering in my room. Today, I'm struggling with stillness. Here I sit, sipping warm coffee as mummified silhouettes of cold strangers shuffle by. I'm alone, but connected by six degrees of relation to the rest of the world. So this next one I wrote on Christmas Eve in 2019. I had gone out for a drink with some friends in Portland and I saw this still smoldering but discarded cigarette in a snowbank, um, you know, wisps of smoke still curling up off of it. And it's funny to me, I think this poem stands out to me because it just, you know, seemingly was this moment that most people wouldn't even notice, but um, really shows how just a, a single visual can inspire you. And, you know, for me in this particular case, sort of offer up a vessel to process um, feelings and emotions and uh, life experiences. So um, particularly in the case of this poem, I was processing some feelings around Um, a relationship that I was in at the time. A lone cigarette lay dying in the snow, spending its final moments daydreaming about every possible ending, but this one, this one surrounded by beauty and love, could have been Aubrey Hepburn's cocktail accessory in Breakfast at Tiffany's, should have been finger-picking Dylan's vocal cords before Copenhagen 1966 world tour. But here you are in Portland, exhaling a final puff, a strong, sweet musk of mismanaged expectations. So this is the one that actually has a title. Not sure if it's a good title or not, but it's there. It's called Nature's Tastemaker. And I was thinking about fashion and art one day while I was out for a walk. Especially like, you know, what are the power dynamics around who gets to say something is cool and fashionable and that something isn't? Um... So I was sort of pulling on that thread in my mind when I turned a corner and the way that the sun was hitting these bright red winter berries that were just crystallized in ice was so beautiful that it stopped me in my tracks. It's like one of those moments where you want to cry because something is so stunning and it almost feels like it was tailor-made Like this moment was just for you because you're the only one experiencing that exact view at that exact time when the sun was perfectly positioned in that exact way. Um, So this is what came out of me after I got back from my walk. If you ever gazed upon winterberry glazed in rhyme, glistening crystal branches bathing in balmy starlight you the appraiser of fine art you the taste maker 
you, just you in this private viewing, understand they say diamonds are forever, but this, this right here is timeless. I would like to thank the contributing poets to today's episode. This episode would be nothing without you. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I also would like to thank the Portland Poets Society for your support, your friendship, and your collaboration. And I'd also like to thank the listeners. If you like this episode and want to hear more like it and other podcasts on the American Shoreline Podcast Network, You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like social media, you can connect with us online. We are the American Shoreline Podcast Network on Facebook, and we are Coastal News 365 on Instagram and Twitter. If you'd like to connect with me personally, you can find me on Instagram at Jenna Valente and on Twitter at Yenna Benna. So please find us online and let's chat about our beautiful coastlines.